Hello, welcome to the Servative Hour. I'm Brian Mary, host of this show, and the topic for this <clears throat> June 20th, 2023, is the reality of Hunter Biden's guilty plea versus the fantasies told by the conservative movement. Last week, the topic was the arraignment of Donald Trump on classified documents charges. So this topic, the reality of Hunter Biden's guilty plea versus the fantasies told by the conservative movement, is also breaking news. I actually called into an Omaha station today, and... The topic when I called in was Donald Trump's interview, and if I have time, I'll get to an article about that, Donald Trump Charms and Delights America in Brett Bear Interview, is the headline on that. <coughs> but I told the host it was on topic for the interview, as I was certain that somewhere in the interview, Donald Trump said the Biden crime family, and the Russia hoax. Oh, at least a few times, probably quite a few times. So I thought that was worth commenting on. Now for the Biden crime family, I referred to some news with the headline, GOP Senator admits Biden bribery tapes might not exist after all. That's uh, Charles Grassley uh, admitting uh, he didn't know if the tapes actually existed, and uh, Ron Johnson saying he wanted the FBI to let him know if the tapes existed, and James Comer said, uh, saying he didn't know if the tapes were legit <clears throat> the day after Senator Grassley accused Joe Biden of taking bribes and saying that there were recordings that proved it. He said at the morning that the arraignment, uh, the indictment and the arraignment was done. And they try to say that uh, the arraignment was to take attention away from what Charles Grassley said, but since Charles Grassley said it in the morning of the day when it was known the indictment and arraignment would be coming down, I think uh, it was actually the other way around. As far as the... Uh, so-called, uh, let's see, oh, yes, as far as the so-called Russian hoax, well, I mentioned that uh, <coughs> uh, Don Jr. met with a Kremlin lawyer promising Russian dirt. That meeting was in Trump Tower. Um, the campaign manager, uh, Paul Manafort, uh, passed polling data to a Russian spy, Konstantin Kalimnik. A campaign operative, uh, that would be George Papadopoulos, uh, bragged to an Australian diplomat that Russia was going to dump damaging info uh, to help the campaign. And Russia actually did hack uh, <coughs> Trump's opponent and strategically dumped the data. Of course, the greater proof is what's happening right now with the um, conservative movement uh, campaigning for Putin and uh, 
Putin campaigning for the conservative movement. <clears throat> it's not just the conservative movement. It's their useful idiots on the left, like uh, JFK Jr., Glenn Greenwald, Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, they all join hands with Michael Flynn and Roger Stone, Steve Bannon, uh, all loyal to Vladimir Putin, the uh, far left and the far right coming together like the ends of a horseshoe, according to a horseshoe theory, coming together around um, crazy and coming together around uh, oh, hating the Democratic Party, hating NATO and the government of the United States. So you have people... Uh, uh, leftists who actually call themselves leftists and Marxists uh, yeah, joining with uh, well, Nazis, Nazis and communists together to, uh, well, bring it all down. They had the uh, rage against the war machine where the uh, Proud Boys invited uh, yeah, Marxists to rallied together, and I guess the Marxists were surprised to find that they were actually allied with Nazis in either denying the reality of the situations and, well, I mentioned uh, the Uhuru movement uh, and the African People's Socialist Party who uh, were caught getting... Uh, hundreds of thousands, perhaps millions of dollars if you include uh, airfare to go to Russia for an anti-globalization conference or being flown to San Francisco to protest <coughs> Facebook uh, supporting Ukraine. And so, yeah, when they say uh, Russia hoax, it's just uh, an exoneration hallucination. But the reality of Hunter Biden's guilty plea versus the fantasies told by the conservative movement, well, that's the topic. And it is a call-in radio show. So if anyone calls in to 402-474-5086, I'll push this little button right here, and you'll be immediately live on the air on the Servative Hour on KZUM broadcast live out of Lincoln, Nebraska, also online on kzum.org. So, on to the first article I have lined up. Wannabe dictator Joe Biden sentences own son to two years probation. It's from wonket.com by Stephen Robinson. From uh, June 20th, 2023. Today, Hunter Biden, the president's troubled son, who apparently greatly wronged Republicans somehow, has reached a deal with federal prosecutors where he'll plead guilty to two minor tax crimes and admit to the facts of a gun charge. In exchange, the feds won't even lock him up. According to court papers, prosecutors will recommend a sentence of two years probation for the misdemeanor tax charges 
of failure to pay in 2017 and 2018. The combined tax liability is $1.2 million over those years. The gun charge involves Biden knowingly possessing a Colt Cobra 38 special while using a controlled substance. Prosecutors wrote an otherwise polite letter, quote, The defendant has agreed to enter a pretrial diversion agreement with respect to the firearm information. End quote. That means that Biden is not technically pleading guilty to the gun charge. The pretrial diversion agreement is an option for nonviolent offenders with drug problems. It's not specifically a get-out-of-free-jail card for president's sons. The gun charge dates back to 2018 when Hunter Biden admits he was regularly using crack cocaine, but he denied using drugs when filling out paperwork to buy a gun. That exposed him to a charge of making a false statement on an official document, as well as illegal gun possession. However, he only had the gun for less than two weeks because his former girlfriend threw it out, presumably along with all his old comic books. If Hunter Biden stays out of trouble during the probation period, the gun charge will be removed from his record. We can imagine that this won't satisfy all the Republicans screaming, quote, Biden crime family, (coughs) in all caps. The Washington Post writes, quote, Hunter Biden's proposed plea deal will likely become grist for the 2024 presidential race, as the nation's two main parties once again debate the influence of politics on law enforcement and the effects of law enforcement investigations on political campaigns, end quote. CNN also claimed that Biden's plea deal will have, quote, immediate reverberations in the 2024 election. It's unclear why CNN is operating as a communications arm of the Republican National Committee. And uh, on Twitter, No Lie with Brian Tyler Cohen did tweet, Why would a private citizen being charged with two tax misdemeanors and a charge over possessing a gun for one week, quote, have immediate reverberations in the 2024 presidential election, unquote. And why is CNN adopting that Republican narrative with zero scrutiny? End quote. Hunter Biden isn't on the presidential ballot next year. That's Joe Biden, who has not smoked crack and lied about it on a gun application. However, Biden's likely Republican opponent, Donald Trump, is the one who has been indicted for all the crimes, including alarming violations of the Espionage Act. Even if Hunter Biden were running for president, I'd still vote for him over Trump because he hasn't stolen stolen classified documents and actively obstructed justice. And, oh, he's also not fascist scum. Republicans insist without evidence that Joe Biden is directly connected to his son's legal problems, which they claim are far more serious than what Hunter's actually facing. Here's a quick Whitman's sampler of stupid. 
and then it has some quotes from uh, Senator Marsha Blackburn, Representative Kevin uh, Hearn, a little blurry, but what Judge Lincoln uh, did tweet about these comments by Representative James Comer and Senator Marsha Blackburn and others was... I hope these Republican members of Congress take their complaints to Donald Trump, who appointed the U.S. attorney who negotiated this, quote, corrupt, unquote, plea deal with Hunter Biden. Representative James Comer, chair of the House Oversight Committee and Hunter's uh, Penis Committee, tweeted, quote, Hunter Biden's getting away with a slap on the wrist when growing evidence uncovered by the House Oversight Committee reveals that Biden's engaged in a pattern of corruption, influence peddling, and possibly bribery, end quote. That's my uh, James Comer accent. Comer claimed Hunter Biden received a, quote, sweetheart plea deal, end quote, <clears throat> a term that Senator Marsha Blackburn repeated because she is not known for her original material. She said it's, quote, no coincidence that less than a week after Donald Trump is arraigned by the DOJ, Hunter Biden is pleading guilty to a sweetheart deal with no jail time, end quote. No, I think it is a coincidence, or more specifically, two unrelated sequential events. Matt Schlapp, who has his own issues, tweeted, quote, A sitting president just orchestrated a sweetheart deal for his son in order to boost his re-election. All election interference. End quote. Uh, Joe Biden didn't negotiate this plea deal. That was U.S. Attorney for Delaware, David Weiss, Weiss who was appointed by Donald Trump. <clears throat> Senator J.D. Vance said, quote, Any other American would have the book thrown at them. End, uh, end, end quote. Uh, that's actually a lie. <clears throat> end quote. The president's son gets a slap on the wrist. This is exhibit 1402 for why I'm holding Biden's DOJ nominees. We have a two-tiered justice system in our country. It's a disgrace. End quote. Uh, no, Senator, you're the disgrace. Perhaps the most absurd response comes courtesy of Representative Lance Gooden, who tweeted, quote, DOJ brought three-week charges against Hunter to try to trick the American public into thinking they aren't politically biased, but Hunter will see zero days in jail even though he has committed many crimes, unquote. Yeah, the oh-so-many-crimes that remain unproven. Back to the quote from Representative Lance Gooden. He did say, quote, Trump faces 450 years over a paperwork dispute, end quote. <clears throat> uh, stealing classified documents and showing them off to random people is not a, quote, paperwork dispute, end quote. No matter how hard the MAGA cult tries to soft-pedal Trump's treason crimes, actual voters don't buy it either. Stop making the Biden, quote, stop making the, quote, Biden crime family, unquote, happen. It's never going to happen. And I mentioned Senator Chuck Grassley, Senator Ron Johnson, and Representative James Comer being mentioned in an article 
with the headline, GOP Senator Admits Biden Bribery Tapes Might Not Exist After All. Chuck Grassley was at the forefront of pushing these claims to begin with. And this is from the New Republic. It's from today. Oh, wait, no, it's from five days ago. See, this news came out the day after Chuck Grassley made his announcement that there were recordings that proved Joe Biden took bribes. So, anyway, yeah, from newrepublic.com, GOP senator admits Biden bribery tapes might not exist after all. Chuck Grassley was at the forefront of pushing these claims to begin with, and this is by Tori Otten from June 15th, 2023. Republican Senator Chuck Grassley admitted that he doesn't actually know if the audio recordings that he said reveal Joe Biden accepting a bribe even exist. Republicans have spent all week accusing the president of accepting a bribe from Ukraine. Uh, Conveniently, at the same time, Donald Trump was arrested for stealing and hiding classified documents and referring specifically to a set of recordings that prove their claim. The GOP learned about these supposed recordings as part of the House Oversight Committee's months-long investigation into the Biden family which has yet to produce any actual evidence linking Biden to wrongdoing. House members were allowed last week to see a redacted version of an FD-1023 form, 23A form, the FBI uses, to note unverified information from confidential sources. Grassley had called Monday for the FBI to release the unredacted version of this form, which he said mentioned 17 audio recordings of Biden and his son Hunter Biden accepting a bribe from an executive at Burisma Holdings, a Ukrainian oil company where Hunter Biden served on the board for a few years. But speaking on a podcast Wednesday, Grassley admitted he doesn't know whether or not the tapes are real. Quote from Charles Grassley. I'm oversight of the FBI, the Iowa Republican said, referring to his work on the Senate Whistleblower Protection Caucus. Quote, I want to know if the F... I can't quite croak like Grassley. I want to know if the FBI... Are you doing your work? I want to see your work. Have you listened to these tapes? And if you haven't, why haven't you? In other words, do the tapes even exist? That's Charles Grassley, who the day before said there are recordings that exist, here asking the FBI in this podcast, do the tapes even exist? Conservative movement media, of course, has been going on saying that uh, there is uh, concrete proof of uh, Joe Biden taking a bribe on these recordings, which... uh, the person who announced the recordings is asking, do they even exist? Grassley isn't even the only Republican to acknowledge the tapes might not be real. Senator Ron Johnson told Fox News Thursday that, quote, we don't know, unquote, if the tapes exist. House Oversight Chair James Comer, who has led the charge against Biden, said Wednesday he doesn't know if the recordings are, quote, 
legit. End quote. And yet these tapes have been the basis for almost every accusation leveled against Biden this past week. Republicans are pushing a conspiracy first started by Rudy Giuliani and Donald Trump that the Biden family accepted a $10 million bribe to remove former Ukrainian prosecutor Victor Shokin in 2016 to stop a probe into Hunter Biden's role at the oil company Burisma Holdings. This claim has been widely debunked by Ukrainian officials, U.S. State Department officials, American intelligence experts, and Burisma owner Mykola Zlochevsky. And if you want to read that article in full, can be found uh, under the headline, GOP Senator Admits Biden Bribery Tapes Might Not Exist After All. And that can be found on newrepublic.com. So, phone number here is 402-474-474. 5086. If you have any opinions on this, perhaps any advice on how better to cover this topic, please call in. Now I'll play a song. I think what I have lined up is uh, John Lennon singing uh, Stand By Me. So, I was just talking about how a GOP senator admits uh, he has no idea if uh, the Biden tapes he keeps talking about even exist. Uh, <coughs> Charles Gra Grassley, in a podcast, was asking uh, of the FBI, do the tapes even exist? It's a direct quote. And uh, Senator Ron Johnson told Fox News Thursday that, quote, we don't know if the tapes exist. And uh, House Oversight Chair James Comer, who has led the charge against Biden, said Wednesday he doesn't know if the recordings are, quote, legit. It's sort of like the hard drive in the possession of Rudy Giuliani, which isn't the same as the hard drive in the laptop the FBI has. I mean, John Paul Mac Isaac even admits that it was altered. And Tony Bobolinsky's cell phones. <clears throat> yeah, that's uh, quite a case there that you could never actually bring into a court of law because uh, the evidence is not credible. Would enjoy having the 51 intelligence experts who attested to them believing it was not credible, actually uh, answer questions as to why they thought so. Because I think they would say things like that. Next, from MediaMatters.org, after Hunter Biden, after Hunter Biden charges, right-wing media immediately moved the goalposts. It's also from June 20th, 2023. News broke on Tuesday morning that federal press... Oh, and this is by Matt Gertz. Not to be confused with Matt Gates. News broke on Tuesday morning that federal prosecutors have charged Hunter Biden, President Joe Biden's son, with two misdemeanor counts of failure to pay taxes and one count of felony gun possession. 
Under a plea agreement, he reportedly plans to plead guilty to the tax charges and enter a pretrial diversion program that would expunge the gun crime. The agreement comes amid an ongoing five-year probe into Hunter Biden's business dealings and finances and shows that the United States is a nation of laws in which even the president's son can be investigated and prosecuted for violations. But right-wing media figures, desperate for pretexts they can use to weaponize the justice system, are responding to the news by moving the goalposts. They are claiming that the charges and punishment are insufficient and show the president's son received special treatment, apparently from the Trump-appointed Republican prosecutor in charge of the case. And then it has lots of examples of uh, conservative movement people doing just that. Plenty of quotes there. them. Meanwhile, journalists with greater insight into the charges reported that Hunter Biden is actually being treated relatively harshly for the crimes with which he was accused. NBC News Justice reporter Ryan J. Riley noted that the gun charge against Hunter Biden, quote, is very rarely brought by prosecutors, end quote. And the Daily Beast's Roger Solenberger, pointed out that Trump crony Roger Stone and his wife were not criminally charged when they settled an unpaid taxes case with the Justice Department over a larger sum. It's worth recalling the steps Joe Biden took in order to maintain the credibility of the justice system when he took office three years into the probe of his son as they show the weakness of the right wing's argument. President Biden left in place FBI Director Christopher Wray, a Trump-appointed Republican. It is traditional for FBI directors to serve out their 10-year term unimpeded, but Trump violated that tradition by firing James Comey over his handling of the Russia probe as that inquiry touched on his own associates. Joe Biden also retained David Weiss, the Republican prosecutor who was overseeing the probe, and ultimately filed the charges against Hunter Biden as U.S. attorney in Delaware. Incoming presidents traditionally replace U.S. attorneys when they take office, and while Biden did so for most of Trump's appointees, he left Weiss in place to complete the investigation of his son. Apparently, those Republicans are in on the same effort to let Hunter Biden off easy. The right doesn't seem to care about the legal process. They care about the results. Their aim is the destruction of the independence of federal law enforcement in favor of a weaponized justice system, and they will keep creating new pretexts until they get it. And if you want to read that article in full... That's on MediaMatters.org under the headline, After Hunter Biden Charges, Right-Wing Media Immediately Move the Goalposts. Oh, uh, another article from five days ago from uh, NewRepublic.com, The New Republic. Oh, this is from, uh, actually, four days ago, from 
Tori Otten, June 16th, 2023. Giuliani says key Biden informant is dead. The Biden whistleblower can't come to the phone right now. Why? Oh, because they're dead. <coughs> Giuliani says. There's a new wrinkle in the Republicans' totally legitimate investigation into Joe Biden. One of their informants is apparently dead, according to Rudy Giuliani. Republicans have spent all week accusing the president of accepting a massive bribe from Ukraine. Conveniently, at the same time that Donald Trump was arrested for allegedly stealing and hiding classified documents and have referred a number of times to a set of recordings that they claim prove his guilt. The GOP learned about these supposed recordings as part of the House Oversight Committee's months-long investigation into the Biden family, which has yet to produce any actual evidence linking the president to wrongdoing. House members were allowed last week to see a redacted version of an FD-1023A form the FBI uses to note unverified information from confidential sources. Several Republican lawmakers say that not only does the FBI form they saw last week mention this bribe, but that a Burisma executive has audio recordings of Biden and Hunter Biden accepting the money. Both Anna Paulina Luna and Marjorie Taylor Greene, he said that the executive is Burisma owner Mikola Zlozhevsky. <coughs> but according to Rudy Giuliani, the executive is actually the wife of Burisma co-founder Mikola Lisson. Giuliani told Newsmax over the weekend that Lisson died under suspicious circumstances. He seemed to imply the businessman left the recordings to his wife but she died before the FBI could interview her. The FBI, oh, here's a quote from Giuliani, quote, uh, the FBI followed up none of the evidence I gave them, Giuliani said, quote, I gave them one witness that any investigator would jump through hoops to go to, gave them a witness who is a woman who is the chief accountant at this crooked company, Burisma. She was the wife of the former owner who died under suspicious circumstances, and she was willing to give up all of the offensive, all of the offshore bank accounts, including the Bidens. And uh, Midas Touch, Midas Touch on Twitter did tweet. <coughs> uh oh, Rudy Giuliani says the GOP witness who had all the information regarding their fake Biden bribery scheme has died end of that quote. Only right-wing outlets have reported Listen's wife's death. Listen died in a car crash in 2011, well over a decade ago. Hunter Biden didn't join the board of Burisma until 2014. And the $10 million bribe Republicans keep mentioning, first pushed by Giuliani and Donald Trump, supposedly occurred in 2016. What's more, Oh, did you get that? Uh, she died in a car crash in 2011. Hunter didn't join the board of Burisma in 2014. And the alleged bribe supposedly occurred in 2016. Yet, uh, before she died in 2011, she had recordings of uh, phone conversations about it. These uh, recordings, which uh, Charles Grassley now uh, wants to know if uh, they actually exist. <coughs> he announced they exist, but now he's asking the FBI, do they exist? And Ron Johnson is saying, uh, we don't know if they exist. And James Comer is saying, uh, 
he he would uh, what just wants to know if they're legit because he doesn't know you know even though they're touting them. What's more, the FBI did investigate Giuliani's claim. The Bureau, alongside a U.S. attorney appointed by then-President Trump, had reviewed the bribery accusation when it was made in 2020 and found it to be unsubstantiated. The GOP investigation into Biden is rapidly going off the rails. Multiple Republicans have admitted they don't know if the recordings even exist, while House Oversight Chair James Comer, who is leading the probe, said he doesn't know if the audio is legit. Comer also can't keep, tra- can't keep track of his informants, while his colleagues are begging more informants to come forward. But given how many informants they supposedly have, it sounds like they can spare a couple. And if you wanted to read that article in full, that could be found under the headline, Giuliani says, Key Biden informant is dead. And that's on newrepublic.com. All right, and now I have something from a local writer, Dennis Crawford, who wrote and did post uh, one day ago on Medium, dennisCrawford.medium.com. That's all they have. Republicans are pushing out phony scandals. We have seen a persistent pattern from the GOP and the right-wing media since Bill Clinton began his run for president in 1992. The Republicans make up phony scandals about Democrats to distract voters from an improving economy and the Republicans' extreme positions on the issues. This all began with the the Whitewater matter back in 1992. The Republicans subsequently piled on with a series of phony scandals involving the tragic suicide of Vince Foster, FBI files, the travel office firings, the Clinton Christmas card list, and the Rose Law Firm billing records. Robert Fisk, the first GOP special prosecutor, investigated these allegations and was on the verge of closing down his investigation due to a lack of evidence to sustain any of these charges. The Republicans responded by firing Fisk and replacing him with Kenneth Kenneth Starr as the special prosecutor. Starr had no previous prosecutorial experience and was a partisan Republican. He reopened Fisk's investigations and found no evidence to prove any of the GOP allegations. Starr kept his investigation open when he received evidence from Clinton's enemies that Clinton had an affair with Monica Lewinsky. That's all he and his staff ever found. After the failed impeachment of Clinton, Starr resigned and was replaced by yet another GOP special prosecutor. The end result was that three GOP special prosecutors investigated the Clintons for seven years and all they found was the Lewinsky affair. The Clintons were never charged with any crimes. The Republicans reprised the Clinton-era playbook during the Obama administration, 
The Republicans confidently predicted that Obama and members of his administration were going to go to prison over the alleged IRS targeting of Republicans and the attack on the U.S. Embassy in Benghazi in 2012. Once again, the Republicans' allegations proved to, to be groundless. Excuse me, just clearing my throat. Uh, the Senate Finance Committee investigated the GOB targeting allegations and issued a report in 2015. Senator Ron Wyden, Republican Oregon, issued the following statement about their findings. Quote, The results of this in-depth bipartisan investigation showcase pure bureaucratic mismanagement without any evidence of political interference. Groups on both sides of the political spectrum were treated equally in their efforts to secure tax-exempt status. End quote. The bureaucratic bungling stemmed from chronic GOP underfunding of the IRS. Nobody was charged with a crime. The Republicans went overboard on their investigations of Benghazi. There were no fewer, fewer than seven. Count them. Republican congressional investigations of Benghazi. Former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton accurately summarized their findings. Quote, there have been seven investigations led mostly by Republicans in the Congress, Clinton said, quote, and they were nonpartisan and they reached conclusions that, first of all, I and nobody did anything wrong, but there were char changes we could make. This committee was set up, as they have admitted, for the purpose of making a partisan political issue out of the deaths of four Americans, end quote. When Hillary Clinton... <coughs> emerged as the Democratic frontrunner in 2015, the Republicans launched, set, launched multiple investigations of the private email server she used as Secretary of State. Clinton was cleared two times by the FBI and James Comey, the Inspector General's office, and the Trump State Department. Hillary Clinton is the most exonerated politician ever. The Republicans carried out the same game plan during the Trump administration by weaponizing the Department of Justice, after Trump falsely alleged that Obama and Biden had wiretapped Trump Tower during the 2016 campaign, Bill Barr appointed Charles Durham to investigate these reckless allegations. The Durham investigation was a miserable failure. Durham lost two cases in which minor figures with, were charged with so-called process crimes. Durham obtained, obtained one guilty misdemeanor guilty plea from an individual who only got probation. The Durham investigation was a humiliating defeat for the GOP. And the Republicans are at it again during the Biden administration in an attempt to distract from Trump's multiple indictments and the impending improving economy. Senator Chuck Grassley, Republican Iowa, has alleged that the FBI received a tip from a foreign national who falsely claimed he paid a $5 million bribe to Joe Biden. He is also claiming that there are recordings that substantiate these charges. However, these charges have already been debunked. Despite the fact that the charges have been discredited, Grassley and the GOP are undeterred and forging ahead. Quote, we are not we are not interested in whether the allegations against Vice President Biden are accurate or not, Grassley recently said on Fox News. Even Steve Ducey on Fox News is skeptical. Quote, you don't actually have any facts to that point, Ducey said to House Oversight and Accountability Committee Chairman James Comey, Comer, Republican Kentucky. 
quote. And the other thing is, of all those names, the only person who didn't profit is, there's no evidence that Joe Biden did anything illegally, end quote. The Republicans are now claiming that an FBI document proves their allegations. Apparently, the GOP is alleging that the FBI document contains some information about a recording that supposedly proves that Biden took a bribe. Quote, about a dozen GOP members viewed the document in a classified setting at the Capitol, but a source familiar with the document tells Fox, quote, quote, the document does not say Joe Biden received any payments, unquote. James Comer and Charles Grassley have acknowledged that they don't know if the Biden bribery allegation is true. And when he was asked during an interview about the recordings, Comer said, quote, we don't know if they're legit or not, end quote. <clears throat> Senator Ron Johnson, Republican Wisconsin, threw even more cold water on the alleged recordings. He conceded that he doesn't even believe that the tapes exist. Johnson stated that the alleged audio recordings needed to be, quote, taken with a grain of salt, unquote, and could be made up. Quote, we don't even know if the tapes exist. We just don't know that, Johnson said. Even Representative Jim Jordan, Republican Ohio, said he wasn't sure if the recordings even exist. It gets even worse for the Republicans. Comer admitted that the Republicans lost track of a key witness in their investigation about the Biden family being involved in the phony scheme. Quote, Unfortunately, nobody's had any contact with him for the last three years, Jordan said. <clears throat> I think that was a fairly good Jim Jordan imitation. Impersonation. A disgraced former New York City mayor and Trump attorney, Rudy Giuliani, told Newsmax that the, quote, witness, unquote, who supposedly had all the information regarding the non-existent bribe to Joe Biden and his family, has died. The Justice Department, under then-Attorney General Bill Barr, investigated these allegations back in 2020, found no evidence to back them up, and shut down the investigation. Quote, Republicans are once again reminding Americans that they are doing Donald Trump's political dirty work, and that tells you everything you need to know about the seriousness of these political stunts, said M.R. Musa, a spokesperson for the Democratic National Committee. <clears throat> Quote, Congressional Republicans are openly admitting they're peddling debunked conspiracy theories in an embarrassing attempt to improve their political prospects heading into 2024, the spokesman said. The GOP has pushed out phony scandals for votes and money for over 30 years. Republican voters should be more skeptical about people who have lied to them since 1992. The GOP has found nothing since Clinton's affair with Lewinsky, which was the high watermark of GOP oversight. The Republicans want to make stuff up because they don't want the 2024 election to be decided on the issue of the economy. We are better off now than we were two and a half years ago. Prices rose 4% in comparison with last year, the smallest 12-month increase since March 2021. Unemployment rates in the U.S. have been below 4% for 16 months in a row, this is the longest stretch of unemployment this low since the 1960s. The GOP told us that it was, quote, mourning in America, unquote, in 1984, 
when unemployment was 7.3% and inflation was 4%. It's, quote, morning in America, unquote, in 2023. Unemployment is 3.7% and inflation is 4%. Enjoy the Biden boom. Uh, Don't take this progress for granted. In 2000 and 2016, some of us were complacent and stayed home or voted third party. The last two Republican presidents destroyed their predecessors' progress and presided over deep recessions. We can't let that happen again. The Republicans are dangerous when they are in power. And I'll leave off his last sentence since he usually ends it with a sort of call to action. And even though I'm reading his call to action, I'm just not going to you know, risk doing a call to action myself. Call to action would be if I told you to do something or possibly if someone else told you to do something. Uh, the only thing I can tell you to do is uh, to support KZUM. Other than that, I you know, always use the passive voice for those for these sorts of things. Uh, For example, I will say, rather than telling you to go to some website and look at something, I will say, uh, this article can be found under the headline, That's All They Have, Republicans Are Pushing Out Phony Scandals, that's by Dennis Crawford, and can be found at dennisCrawford.medium.com. What do I still have time for? Oh, well, here's a fun one. I'll just do it real quickly from Wonket.com from June 16th, 2023 by Evan Hurst. Headline, quote, food for everyone, unquote, says indicted deadbeat. Don't click if don't want spoilers. After Donald Trump was executed 37 times in Miami by the deep state for made-up crime of bringing his own underpants and socks and American nuclear secrets home from the White House, he visited the Versailles restaurant in Little Havana. This is when a lot of the TV stations turned their cameras off and said, blanket, this is a campaign stop, because everybody goes to Versailles if they want to hobnob with the Cuban community in Miami. While he was there, the patrons sang, quote, happy birthday, unquote, to him. And the very generous Trump said, quote, food for everyone. Uh, okay. <clears throat> he really emphasized it. He was doing a thing. In response, some of the very stupidest MAGA fluffer paid blue checks on the internet did Uh, blank in their pants because of what a giving mensch their wealthy lord and savior is. The rest of us were like LMAO that's a bill that will never be paid because everybody in the reality based world knows Donald Trump is a notoriously cheap blank who doesn't pay his bills not his lawyers, not his contractors, and he for definite is not buying lunch for a bunch of people he'd never deem to share oxygen with if he wasn't trying to grift them. Oh, and it does look like I have run out of time. And of course, he did not buy anyone lunch. (laughs) This has been the Servative Hour. Thank you very much for listening, and good night to you all.